for your life. Well, Josh, we are live now, and I will tell you that. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Generational Sports. Ah, football season's back. We're back. Josh, how are we doing on this first Monday night football of the year? I'm loving it, man. It was a great Sunday. Not only did the parlay hit, but the Panthers won, so it was just a great Sunday all around. Uh, also oh, the parlay the, hit. The parlay hit. Well, the parlay kind of hit. It went four for five, and I cashed out before the Green Bay game. So I, it did hit. I was smart. I, I cashed out right. That was very game. smart because we'll, <laughs> we will get into that. But, but what yeah, a weird been, time in the NFL. Have you ever watched Money Heist? I have not. It's a TV show on Netflix, man. You got to watch that. It's, it's good. All right, you know what? Maybe I'll check it out as Josh is getting clapped by his dog. Pause. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it, Josh. We got a lot of football to get into. Uh, but hey, before we do that, listen, I was alerted via text message the other night that Josh has to get a basketball point out of the way. So yeah. this is your time, Josh, because then. We're going football, baby. Yeah, just really quick, just because I, I haven't really thought too much about Ben Simmons or, like, where he should go or what team should go after him. But there's a couple teams when I really thought about it that are just kind of wasting their time. Portland is the main one. Uh, Dame did say he's coming back this year. He still wants to play in Portland, but him and CJ are not going to work. You bring back Norman Powell. If you go get a guy like Ben Simmons when – Philly would be very interested in C.J. McCollum and a couple young guys. That could be something that keeps Dane there for his, the rest of his career instead of requesting a trade next season. So I'm confused why they don't do that. And then the same with Sacramento. You just drafted a guard. You've been discussing Buddy Heald trade since he got there. Go get a guy yeah. like Ben Simmons to pair up with De'Aaron Fox. The Kings have been so close to being good for too many years. It's just annoying, but... Just two teams, I think, are dumb for not going after him because his value is as low as it's going to be probably the rest of his career and ever has been. So just two teams that are just dumb for not going after him. And I've, I've never thought about in-depth the Ben Simmons trade until just recently, and then it kind of just aggravated me that these teams are not going after him. Because so, I think he's still a very good player. So just a couple teams that I think should go after him, but time for football. You know what, Josh? I think some teams should go after him. I'm not that big of a Ben Simmons guy. I've kind of uh, – I've, I've decided I'm not much of a Ben Simmons guy. I know that you're definitely more of a, of a Ben Simmons fan than I am, but uh, still a decent player, got some value. You know, mm-hmm. couldn't shoot if his – if the fate – listen, fate of the world, word to Max Kellerman, Ben Simmons is the last one. I think if, I'd take Shaq over him. If NBA games were played at Planet Fitness, he'd be the best shooter in the world. So that's where, that's where he shoots. You see those yeah, the dog's got the shoe and all that. Come on, bro. That's the only way he leaves me alone during the show is by giving a shoe, but it doesn't even work. That's, that's, look at this. Look at this. The kiss is so cute. <laughs> but you know what? Let's get into it. Week one NFL recap. We're back, baby. Um, so we'll start it off. 
with maybe the game of the week in some people's eyes. Uh, definitely a very good one, I'll say that. And that would be the Chiefs and the Browns. Uh, back in, it, it ended up being a back-and-forth game for a while. It didn't look like it was going to be that way. Cleveland jumped out to that early lead. They kind of kept Mahomes on the side. Uh, the run game was absolutely unbelievable. And then the Browns kind of do what we've seen the past few years. And uh, they lost the game. Ended up choking it away, which made me very sad because nothing makes me happier in life than watching the Chiefs lose. They're my new, they're like they're on my list of teams I hate. Uh, but that's here nor there. Josh, what did you think of the game and everything that went into it? Yeah, I didn't watch uh, most of the game because I saw the Browns took a big lead and I thought it was going to be a blowout. But then when the Chiefs started coming back, I started watching it and they came back the exact way you expect them to, Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, mostly Travis Kelsey. And it, it worked very well for them. Uh, just a couple of big mistakes from, from the Browns kind of late in the game. Uh, you know, that fumble from Nick Chubb kind of hurt them. And then the muffed punt kind of set them back even more because that's when the Chiefs were able to take a lead. So uh, just just they put Baker Mayfield in positions I didn't think he should have to be in. Uh, third and longs, trying to make him throw those deep passes with pressure in his face. is not where he thrives. Everybody knows that. So, But it's the Chiefs, so you're going to have to make those throws against them. We saw in the playoffs last year. And we saw it again Sunday. Uh, it was a good game from what I saw. I wish I could have watched the first half of it, but I didn't tune in until late. But uh, it was a good game. It's just, I mean, the classic Chiefs, the comeback. Mahomes does what he does. You don't expect anything less. And I'm glad it was a good game because, I mean, there, there were some good games this year, but, I mean, not this year, yesterday. But it, it was like some of the, the teams you didn't want to watch were the good games. Yeah. Like, those are where the games came from. So I'm glad the Chiefs-Browns game was was at least entertaining. Yeah, I watched probably more of it than you did by the sounds of it. Uh, the Patriot game was on at the same time, so of course that was where the bulk of my attention went. But they showed – I mean, I don't know how it works for you over there, but they showed the Chief Brown game on TV here. So yeah, uh, had, I don't know. I think we had Green Bay and New Orleans maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't have that one on TV, which was weird because that was Fox's. Oh wait, no, that's why, because the Giants played yesterday on Fox, so couldn't get the Fox game of the week. Had to watch the Giants, which I didn't do anyway. But um, yeah, it, it's it's the little mistakes, the things that Cleveland has to clean up, and I mean they're so close, like they really are. Uh, and I wouldn't. It's weird to say still. I know we always go over this. Yeah, the Browns are good now, blah, blah, blah. But they're very close to a Super Bowl team. Like, if you told me this year that they went to the Super Bowl, I would really not be surprised. Like, there's teams that you would obviously be shocked at if they made the, if they made the Super Bowl. Hell, maybe even the playoffs. But the Browns are not one of those teams anymore. And uh, they have the correct formula of how to win games. It's just the little fine details of executing them. It's like, oh, yeah, Mr. Miyagi trying to get that bug out of there, Josh. Huh? Well, you're going to see it. I'm going to – it's going to happen. Oh, I'll give you a dollar if you can catch it with, with two fingers, just like this. Think. Okay. But um, <laughs> it's, it's, those, it's those little things that they have to clean up, and, and that's a very good sign in my eyes. I, and maybe it's a little optimistic, but – you can clean up the little things. You, you know what I mean? You can't clean up, you know, having a terrible quarterback. You can't clean up having a terrible offensive line or having a bad defense. But 
a costly turnover with like that fumble Chubb had. You can fix that. Mm-hmm. You can fix the muff punt. And then, you know, at the end of the game, Baker obviously has that terrible interception. Um, and it lo- I feel like it looked a lot worse than it actually was. Um, like, as Dustin says here in the comments, Josh, I can't do any of the comments stuff either. So, you know, <laughs> uh, little mistakes, turning over the football, need to learn how to win close and pivoting games. If not, we aren't winning title playing. The Chiefs need to not make stupid mistakes. And that's exactly true. But like I said, I think it's the little mistakes, Josh. I don't know if you agree with me, that you can fix. And like I said, that that turnover at the end of the game with Baker, uh, at first look, it seemed a lot worse to me. You know, I watched it, and like, I watched it happen live because I was I wanted the Browns to win. And I was like, Baker, how are you going to make such a stupid throw like that? And then you watch the replay, and you notice that he gets hit as he's throwing the ball. He was obviously trying to throw that ball away, but he gets hit, you know, uh, towards the leg, so he's going down, and he makes he throws an interception. So that's kind of just you know a bad circumstance almost that he gets hit right as he's about to throw. But there's a lot of positives to take away from that game, and you know the NFL isn't one of moral victories. Uh, as I got into that argument with um, Perry uh, about the uh, Bucks game on Thursday, but. You you you're happy about that one. You're not too upset. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think, like you said, fixing the little things. You you'd much rather be there rather than where the Browns were three or four years ago. You know, trying to figure out do you have a quarterback? Who's the running back? You know who all your guys are. They're making mistakes week one. You can fix those, and especially going up big on the Chiefs like they were. I mean, that's just that's just a good sign for them, knowing that they're capable of doing that. I guess it seemed like the Chiefs. And, you know, just, just little mistakes down at the end that they'll be able to fix throughout the season. It, it'll it'll help them a lot. Yeah. So, you know, obviously a tough loss for the Browns, but it's something that you can look at and, you know, not be too upset with. Our DC also needs to play to win. No blitz, no real pressure on the homes. You're not going to beat the Chiefs winning them to make plays. You need to be aggressive. They're going to complete passes. See, I, I get – where you're coming from Dustin in a certain sense that it feels like that when you don't blitz and there was no real pressure on Mahomes but I also feel like you can't really blitz the Chiefs nah Mahomes we see what he does outside the pocket it's you're asking him to make some crazy throw that's going to put you on the highlight reel I get wanting to pressure him but having Clowney and all those guys that like Garrett and all them having them pressure him could have led to something maybe a turnover maybe a bad throw but giving an opportunity to take away a defender guarding a Tyree Kale, guarding a Travis Kelsey. That's, that's a risky move. So I just, uh, I get what he's saying. I just, I, I don't think you apply pressure that late in the game. when, when it's tight like that. Yeah. Like it, that's the thing. I feel like if this is any other team, I would agree with you, Dustin. That's like, where, why wouldn't you be blitzing? You know, why wouldn't you put pressure, uh, try to make him, you know, move out of the pocket and make plays. The problem is he can move out of the pocket and he can make plays. And, you know, you, like you said, they're dropping 30 either way, and, yeah, that's true. But I genu- like I feel like you blitz. They're dropping 40 then. Yeah. Because, uh, like, you're le- you're when you blitz, you have to leave people one-on-one. And what are you going to do, leave one-on-one with Hill? He's going to run past literally everybody in the league. You're going to leave one-on-one with Kelsey? All right. Easy, easy you know, crossing route over the middle because he's probably out running your linebacker. 
too big for your corner. So it's it's just a tough situation. Uh, obviously, like I said, no moral victories, but not a not a bad loss. And I feel like some people thought that this game was going to be a lot worse than it actually was. You know, I saw a few people thinking, you know, the Chiefs were going to blow them out, blah blah blah. Uh, so not a bad vic, not a bad loss, I should say. But Chiefs are one and zero. I think Patrick Mahomes is now eleven and zero in September. He has. 35 touchdowns, no interceptions. So it's and still you know what, never Dusty, played a game while being down. Like he's always had the lead at some point in the game, which is just a crazy stat. And his entire college career, high school, NFL, like never. Uh, what a time! Imagine being drafted by the Chiefs. Easy. You, you <laughs> walk into the league. You walk into the league with Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill and, and Andy like Reid, one of the Smith. greatest coaches of all time. And Alex Smith teaching you the ways. That's just yeah, not too bad of a life there, Mister uh, Mister Mahomeboy. Now, Josh, my Patriots are first on the schedule, but you know, I'll let you decide. You want to go with my Patriots? You want to go with the Panthers? Or we can go with this Bengal game and then leave our boys for last. We'll do that. We'll do that. Leave our boys for last. Yeah. All right. So next up, Bengals Vikings. Now, you know, when you look at the schedule for Week One. This might not one have been one of the ones, as I forgot English, um, that was on your radar. But I don't know why. I Listen, your boy, finally, college has done something valuable for me. They have a deal with uh, uh, DirecTV, so I was allowed to buy the Sunday ticket for only like $100. So I had the game on. I had, you know, I had the four games on on one screen, you know, broke out the iPad. My brother came over. He had something. So your boys were watching all the games. So, you know, when I had the options for the four games, I, I picked the Bengals and the Vikings as one of them. I wanted to see how Mr. Joey B was going to bounce back. You know, I got some fantasy, uh, some fantasy people involved in those games. And I watched a lot of it. Like I said, Patriots played at four o'clock, so I was pretty I was pretty free during the one o'clock hour. I, I was watching whatever I wanted. Let me tell you something: the Bengals are not making the playoffs because the AFC <laughs> the is pretty defense. solid. But that's not a bad team. No, like they're, they're not better. a bad team, and Burrow is a real player, man. Like, you know, we saw it a little bit last year, and. In this first game, <laughs> the man played very well. He really did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, Jamar Chase decided that he figured out how to catch again. It was a, it was kind of funny. I don't know if you saw LSU tweeted out, like, can confirm yeah. Jamar Chase catches footballs or something like that. <laughs> when, uh, Joe Burrow, when Joe Burrow first sat down for the postgame interview, he's like, thought he couldn't catch. <laughs> it's so funny because he was just leaving. We love, like, we love the pettiness. We oh. absolutely love the pettiness. But they looked good. Like, they really did. And and the Vikings aren't a bad team. Obviously, we know that, you know, they're not great or anything like that. They, you know, they're not a Super Bowl-level team, but they are not a bad team whatsoever. And, you know, the the Bengals drive down the field. They they get the field goal in overtime after a very bad fumble uh, by Dalvin Cook, which, I, looking at it, I still don't know if I agree with the call. Like I think it was a fumble, but I yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I felt about it. I was a little yeah. iffy on it. Yeah, I thought it was a fumble. 
Uh, not at first, I agree with you, but after I feel like that's how all turnovers sometimes look, is you have to get that slowed down view to really really know if it was or not, but I thought it was. Uh, this was the early game on that was in our area, so this is when I was watching. Yeah, that Bengals defense is a lot of fun to watch. They got weapons on the outside. Joe Mixon looked like he was back. Bengals offense. The defense isn't fun to watch. No, the defense is. It's the defense, but they're going to fix that eventually, hopefully. But that O-line looked up so much better than it did last year during Joe's first couple of games. See, Josh, they're welcome. Our prayer yeah. circle worked, clearly. It worked. It worked. And now Joe Burrow is going to have a great sophomore season. And uh, I agree. I think the AFC is too deep for them to really make a playoff run this year. But there's a lot of good signs for this team. I mean, Zach Taylor is a really good coach. Having an offense like that, just knowing that it's just about shoring up that offensive line, shoring up that defense, getting a pass rush in there. They're in a good spot. Uh, but this game was really fun to watch. Uh, I knew it was going to be a good game just because of both offenses. You know, having Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson with the Vikings and Dalvin Cook, knew it was going to be a good game. I didn't expect the Cincinnati Bengals to score as much as they did. Uh, I thought the Vikings defense would, would have played a little bit better, but they didn't. And in overtime, well, before overtime, I thought that you make that there's a risky call when they're kicking a field goal to ice them or not, you know, like, like right before they snap it. So the kick that's about to happen it either it doesn't count. So then he misses that kick, the one that didn't count. And then he makes the next one. Like that's the game where you're playing. Cause if he makes it, he's like, damn, I got to make it again. But if he misses it, he's like, all right, I get a second chance. I got my so miss after a little bit off. Yeah. So, I mean, they kind of screwed themselves there. And then they, you know, the rookie hits another kick in overtime. So it was it was a, a tough loss for Minnesota, but they played well too. Just I'm just really impressed with Cincinnati. I did not expect that offense to be that good. Didn't expect Jamar Chase to come out and play the way he did after his preseason, but he looks like the right pick for them. All the rookies played great this week. You know what? It's fine too because the Vikings are tied for first place anyway. Yeah, you know, right everybody in the <laughs> NFC North decided they didn't feel like winning in week one, so it didn't really matter. Lions, Lions deserve to be first place, though. They, they oh, absolutely. First place right now. Yes. Jared Goff trying to shut up haters. I like it. And I'm, I'm one of them, Smith. but I still don't believe, but he played very well. He did. Um, I, I'm going to say two more things. First of all, we got to stop the disrespect to Adam Thielen, Josh. Not me and you. I'm not saying we I do it. But the people out there, you know, obviously I feel like Diggs was the big name there. Then he leaves, and we're like, okay, Adam Thielen's going to take over. Then Justin Jefferson comes in. He's like, yeah, hold on. I'm here now. Oh, this man Adam Thielen, two touchdowns yesterday. He's he's so solid, like every single year. And I feel like because the receiver next to him is always, you know, I don't know, maybe a bigger story or more entertaining uh, you know, Justin Jefferson got the gritty and everything like that. And Adam Thielen just is just like, hi guys, I'm still I'm still really good. Can I have some credit? And we're like, yeah, sit your dumb ass down. But he's pretty good. We gotta stop the disrespect. Not only does he have one of the best stories of getting to the NFL, you know, coming from a not big school and getting cut by teams and then finally making it, but he if there's a guy I'm one to throw on the sideline, Adam Thielen's going to be one of my top picks for a guy I'm throwing oh, to yeah. the sideline, to the pylon, his ability to keep his feet in and make great catches. I agree with you. Adam Thielen is in that category with Keenan Allen and Allen Robinson, and they need their damn respect. You know, as Justin says here, too, Adam Thielen is the most reliable receiver in that wide receiver group. 
doesn't always matter about taking the top off, just confidence in your guy, and he is highly reliable. He's got some of the best hands in the league, too. Like, that's a very underrated thing about him. I feel like he catches literally everything that is thrown at him. Absolutely everything. And then my next thing, Josh, you know, Joe Burrow played well. I mean, I know we, we already kind of said that, but I just want to give the stats out. 20-27, 261. That's a 74.1 completion percentage, two touchdowns, no interceptions, a QBR. I don't See, here's my thing that I don't really understand. And I, I think advanced stats are kind of stupid anyway. But how you got a 74% completion percentage and two touchdowns, you want to guess what his QBR was? I don't even know what a good number of a QBR is because I hate it. It's on a scale of 0 to 150's average, obviously. And you would say this was a good performance. So what do you think it would be? High 70s in the 80s, something like that. A 60. See, that just doesn't make sense. Like how 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 is it a sixty? I need I need the reasoning for for these numbers because it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, like where I do you get QBR from? I have no idea. I don't care either. I hate I hate all those stats. You know what? Me see Josh. Let me see the yards. Let me see the touchdowns. Let me see the picks, the throws. Like that's that's exactly. All I need to see. That's all I need to see. But you know, Josh, our first circle might have worked because he's not hurt. <clears throat> he he did get sacked five times. Yeah, but they looked better. He he got sacked <laughs> five times, but it wasn't every play he was running for his life. Last year, every play he played that was a pass, he was running. But they didn't look great, but they looked better. They they looked a lot better than last year. Still a long way. Listen, to go. I'm telling you now, you have Joe Burrow, you drafted Jamar Chase, um, Joe was a beast man. All that preseason talk that he was struggling was nothing but noise. He's a top talent at QB. Add to that defense, and AFC North will be impossible. Listen, I, I said this last week, and I think you did too. The AFC North is the is the NFC West of the of that conference. Like, yeah, there it's a very good division. Like, I feel like if you put the Bengals in a different division, I don't think that they would win that division. Like I said. The, the Cardinals would probably do in any other division. But there's a very, very good chance that they would beat up on, on other divisions. Because, like, you play the Ravens and the Browns twice. I feel like that's four losses. And it's yeah. not even because they're that bad. It's just because the other two teams are very good. And, obviously, the Steelers came out, played very well yesterday, beat the Bills. So now you're looking at potential of six losses. And that's not even because they're bad. Yeah. They're in a tough spot. Same with the Cardinals, man. I mean, two teams are in such a tough spot and are such talented and fun teams, but they're racking up a, like at least four losses in a year just because of their division, not because of their bet. It's a crazy, crazy thing. All right, Josh. Panthers or Pats, what do we got? What do we want? You tell me. No, 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 no. Yeah, I – you were mad at me last week for going first on the on the pick segment, so uh, I'm letting you <laughs> we'll make decisions. Let's go, Pats. Pats first. All Pats right. First. So, obviously, we took the L this week, but I was happy. It, you know, Matt came out and looked very good. Like that, 
that's what you wanted out of the team. You know, they came out, I think, like the first four or five plays that the Patriots ran were all runs. I think the uh, the first play of the game for them, Damian Harris went on like a 30-yard run. Uh, and that's what they're going to do. They're going to establish the run and then play off play action. They're going to get the tight ends involved, which they didn't really do until the second half, uh, mostly the fourth quarter, honestly. Uh, Hunter Henry had a big catch. Uh, John Smith looked pretty well. Uh, Aguilar made a nice sliding catch. Kendrick Bourne looked a little shifty. Myers is still there. Now, this isn't, you know, the Chiefs offense by any stretch of the imagination. But, I mean, Jesus, look at it last year. Last year, the offense, I mean, last year, the year before, and I'll even say the year before that because I think Edelman had a knee injury and Gronk was was uh, hurt most of the year. So this offense hasn't been very good in quite a while. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it was a different story. They established the run. Uh, the defense looked pretty solid. They got gassed a little bit on some of the runs. Uh, some of the tackling looked pretty bad sometimes, but uh, it's it, it, I you know and I talked to CJ, obviously my co-host over on the Hard Count and fellow Patriots fan. It, like you obviously wanted them to win, you're a fan of the team, but this this is kind of like the Browns thing, and obviously the Dolphins are not equivalent to the Chiefs. But these were small mistakes that are easily fixed. Like, Mac looked fine. You know, he looked – that's the thing, too. He looked comfortable. Like, there's a difference between playing okay or good and actually looking comfortable. Because pure talent can get you to the point where you play pretty good because, I mean, hell, you're in the NFL. You're obviously pretty good because, I mean, the worst player in the NFL is still bodying anybody else. Um but he looked comfortable. Like he was running the offense. Uh, he, it looked like he knew what he was doing. He was making his reads. So that's the thing that I'm really looking for. Like you don't want him to come out and be like, "Oh my gosh, I have no idea what I'm doing. The stage is too big." Blah blah. blah. And Dustin asked the question: Is Gilmore going to be active? Gilmore's on the IR right now, so I don't think he can be activated until week six or eight. I can't remember. I can't remember how the IR works. It's so weird sometimes. Like, you can be, like, six to eight weeks, or then if you go on one IR, then you're out for the year. And, like, bro, just make it one IR. I'm begging you. Uh, but, yeah, we looked pretty good, and I think I think it's all things that, you know, they're going to build on. Uh, obviously, Harris, the Patriots are driving down at the end of the game, towards the end of the game um, to take the lead, and Damian Harris fumbles that ball, which is obviously something you've got to clean up. I'm interested to see what happens next game because – Bill does not like when you do anything bad, especially fumble, and especially when you're running back. Because I feel like wide receivers, they fumble, he doesn't really bench you. He loves to bench his running backs for fumbling the ball. Like, you are in the doghouse immediately. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson fumbled earlier in the game, and then Damian Harris fumbled in the game. And I don't think that they're going to come out next week and have James White be their every down back. He's still their, you know, pass catching back and everything like that, so – I'm I'm interested to see what happens next week. I'm sure that a lot of the drills I practice this week are are ball security, but uh, a few stupid penalties as well. I know that there was a holding call on a on a play where Harris or White scored. I, I'm not sure which one because I can't remember if it was a runner or a pass. Um, 
So that got called back, and then I think they ended up kicking a field goal, uh, which brought them to 17-16, and that's where the game ended. But I'm excited, you know, for the future. They're going to, like I said, they're going to be a very run-heavy team still because they're still going to try to play off the play action. Although they did pass more in this game, I believe. I think it was like a 60-40, and last year I think it was a lot more 50-50. But – the offense is going to get better. They won't make those same silly mistakes. And then, like Dustin said, you know, is Gilmore going to be active? And the answer is yes. So you're just adding to a secondary that's pretty good. Jalen Mills made an unbelievable play in the back of the end zone uh, to stop a touchdown, which, you know, let the Patriots hang around. Obviously, they don't get the job done. Not in the business of moral victories. But once again, happy with the performance. Wish they would have won. And uh, some small mistakes. I'm actually happy yeah. about this whole Wilson against Mac thing. I think Wilson's going to get rocked. <sighs> yeah, next week, man, we get uh, we get Mac and, and Zach Wilson. And uh, me and Josh got some thoughts on Zach Wilson later in the show, so don't you guys worry. Yeah, uh, I agree with you about, about the Patriots. Uh, I think it's, it's tough to have a positive loss, but this isn't, like, a really bad loss. Like, if you're going to lose, I think this is an okay way to lose. I mean – I think they were probably going to score on that drive before the fumble. Oh, yeah. The ball They're in field goal well. Yeah, they were going to take the lead at least by two. And I uh, I don't know how the Dolphins would have reacted, but you would have at least had the lead at that point. Yeah, I like what I saw from Mac. He, he looked really good out there. In some situations where he, he could have forced something that was bad, he didn't. He either checked it down or made a little smart read. You don't see that a lot from rookies, especially in week ones, getting thrown in there. Uh, but he looked really good. The offense looked good. That defense looks looks insane too, uh, but I mean it's it's still a loss. It hurts for for you guys, but I I don't think it's a huge huge loss. I don't think the Dolphins are going to go two and zero against you guys this year. Uh, I think I'm impressed by two though. I was I was really impressed by two. I said it that I was impressed by him in the preseason. I really like what I saw from him in this game. Uh, I liked it. So I think it was just. I mean, it was kind of a boring game, honestly. I did, I wasn't oh, yeah. entertained the whole time, so there's not too much to say. No exciting plays outside of the turnovers, but uh, I was impressed by both quarterbacks. I'm excited to see what both teams do going forward because I think the Patriots are going to try to open up the playbook a little bit more, uh, and so are the Dolphins. Yeah, and you know, I think, I think because Mac is so known for his accuracy, that you know you might see more downfield shots than we did last year. Um, like I said, they're still going to play off the run a lot because, you know, Harris and James White and uh, Ramondre Stevenson, I think they're all going to get involved some way. Obviously, I still think Harris is going to be the lead back. But they're going to build off of it, uh, just cut out the penalties. It was weird. There were a lot of penalties in that game, believe it or not. And, you know, they said it during the broadcast a few times that the Patriots and Dolphins are some of the least penalized teams in the entire NFL last season. I mean, you have – Bill Belichick and a Bill Belichick disciple coaching your team. So I would you obviously know that they're not going to, you know, stand up for for some sloppy play. And that's what happened. But, you know, like you said as well, uh, Tua didn't – Tua looked pretty well. I mean, obviously, the Patriots have a, have a solid defense. He got absolutely rocked by Matthew Judon on one play. Uh, I think that's when he threw the interception, but that was more of a tip drill gone wrong. Uh for Tua, but yeah, uh, I'm excited to see what the future holds. A lot of Alabama quarterbacks uh, played well this week. I'll say that, you know, you got, 
you got Hurst, uh, Mac, obviously, Tua. Is there one more? I don't feel like there's one more. Nope, that's it. That is it. Whatever. But you know what? Mac 10 to the moon. Can confirm. Josh, tell me all about your Panthers, though. Yeah. I, I, I didn't watch this game. Obviously, they played the Jets. So, yeah. New York market, baby. And this was on at 1 o'clock, so I, I watched it. I watched a lot of it. Yeah, I, I was very impressed by our defense. Uh, first, I want to say I, I disagree with this. I, I disagree with Zach Wilson played bad. I don't think Zach Wilson played bad at all. I think our front seven was in his face every play, every pass play every in his face. Every play. And their run game was doing absolutely nothing. I think they only had four carries that went more than seven yards. Outside of that, it was basically stopped at the line of scrimmage. Our defense played insane. Uh, Zach Wilson made a lot of great moves escaping out of the pocket, put the ball where it needs to be a lot. And a lot of times it was either really good defense by guys like J.C. Horn, even Shaq Thompson in pass coverage was was playing out of his mind. Or the receivers just dropped it. You know, Corey Davis had a couple drops. Uh, so did Elijah Moore. So I, I don't put this on Wilson at all. I was impressed with him. But uh, for our Panthers offense, Darnold showed a lot of promise. He he made some some tough throws. Uh, he was getting some pressure sometimes and would, would get it where it needed to be. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, you know, they were saying, they said during the broadcast, they're like, there's, there's three things guaranteed in life, death, taxes, and McCaffrey's getting the ball. You know, that's, that's very true. Uh, he, he got the ball a lot in the first half and even in the second half. He put the game away for us, which is exactly what I expected. Uh, receivers looked really good. DJ made a catch down the sideline. That was huge for us. That put us in scoring position uh, where he dragged his feet, and it was it was an insane catch. Robbie Anderson, I said it last year, weeks one through five, Robbie Anderson is top ten receiver, man. He's, <laughs> he, does, he does it weeks one through five. He puts up the numbers. Uh, but, yeah, Darnold looked really good. But the one guy that pissed me off the whole game was Matt Rule. I was so pissed at him. I mean, why are you going for it twice on fourth and goal? But then when it's fourth and six on the 33, you decide to punt it. On the 33, you want to punt it, but not on fourth and goal when we could have got a couple more points. He's the reason the game was so close. Uh, Our defense did the job. Offense got us in position. He got greedy a couple times. Shouldn't have been a five-point game with them having a chance to win it. but we put it away. I was impressed with the team. I liked what I saw. Uh, Zach Wilson, we'll, we'll get into him a little bit later, but I, I was impressed with him, what he was able to do uh, getting out of the pocket. He made. He had one play where he spun out of a Derrick Brown sack, juke Brian Burns out of his shoes, and then made a throw deep down the field. That was just that was insane. Uh, so I was very impressed with what he did. I think the Jets have their quarterback of the future, and so do we. I think we do too. Yeah, you know, obviously you're more watching for the Panthers. I was watching because it was on. So I, I focused on the Jets a little bit just because I want to see, you know, what was going on with them. Uh, first of all, their offensive line is just god-awful. And I mean and Mekhi just – And Beckton his MCL. I know. Mekhi, so now Mekhi Beckton's out for about, I think, six to eight weeks or something like that. Yeah. So – Zach Wilson is is in even more trouble. But, Josh, one thing I stuck in the ground and I was willing to die on was that Corey Davis was going to win you your fantasy league. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. What did he have, seven catches or something like that, 83 yards and two touchdowns? 
I tried telling you people. I tried getting him in as many leagues as I possibly could. And people finally caught that, on. That second touchdown, Jace, that was J.C. Horn versus Zach Wilson. Like that, that was what I wanted to see. And Zach Wilson put it right where it needs to be. Excellent coverage by J.C. Horn. So he was just a couple inches away from knocking that ball down. But yeah, and, and, and like you said, I I kind of agree with you more that Zach Wilson played fine. Like this is this was. This was Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Like yeah. Zach Wilson was running for his life on every single play, and I don't, I, I know a play like the one you're talking about. I don't remember the exact one you said, but I know that he got away from a sack, made a juke, but then eventually got sacked. And it's the little things like that that I feel like you learn as a rookie in the NFL. Anyway, um, listen, after you get away from the second one, just throw the ball away. Like, at that point, you have to throw the ball away instead of taking the sack because then obviously you're putting your team in a bad situation where you are on the field. But, you know, I was, it was impressive. And don't get me wrong, the, the um, Panthers aren't some crazy, you know, offensive juggernaut team. But to still hold – what did they? What was the score, like 19-something? It was 19 to – 14 and all their points came in the second half first half yeah so i mean and even that holding holding the panthers to 19 points that's that's a good job by the defense matt rule held us us for 19 points matt rule did hey listen the jets had to still play Darnold did a lot of that and what i'm saying he got shit on and then same things happened and then they're going to praise things for wilson i disagree i disagree I think I think Darnold had happy feet and tried to force a lot of things in New York. Zach Wilson didn't really force anything this game. The throws he made were smart, no. but kind of uh, like that one interception sacks. was bad. That interception was pretty bad. He just needed to throw it. He just needed to throw it in a little quicker. That 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 was pretty much it. He that was the right throw. It was just he was a little slow on it. It was a little bit late, and Shaq Thompson was able to tip it. And that's Shaq Thompson's first pick since his rookie year. So he's not a guy that that does it. So I agree that was a bad throw, but. Outside of that throw, I mean, I can't think of too many throws he made where it was like, what are you doing? Like, I, I sacks, yes. He took some sacks that he shouldn't have. Yeah. But throws, he was he smart with a lot of his throws. And listen, he's a rookie. <laughs> These things take time. Yeah. So uh, to think anybody was going to come out week one and just light it up is is kind of our society's problem. Uh, well, eh, more of our generation, you know, Josh? Because I feel like we we want everything to be done so fast and i say it all the time it's not a it's not a microwave sport uh things happen over time it's not you know you draft somebody first overall like the jags did and then you know the jets drafted zach wilson second and then all of a sudden you're in the super bowl the next year it's like damn we drafted a quarterback now we got to wait another three years for this to actually see if it worked and zach wilson looked pretty well uh i haven't i didn't I had school today, and then I had to add some stuff for my boy, so I didn't get a chance to hear the uh, New York reception of him. But I would assume it was pretty well. I would assume that it was pretty good. Uh, I was more – I think I was more impressed with the Jets this week, keyword this week, than I was with the Giants. And, you know, being in New York, I felt like a lot of people had way higher expectations of the Giants. Not anything crazy, but we thought, you know, the Jets were going to be just – a laughing stock, and then the Giants should be competitive. And I thought the Giants would win that game against the Broncos. They obviously did not, but pretty, uh, 
pretty good game out of, out of Zach Wilson, in my opinion. Like, I don't think it was too bad. Like I said, some of the the, the sacks probably you got to get rid of the ball. I think that's him just, you know, first game jitters trying to make a play, stupid rookie stuff. But I think he's going to get better over time. And I think that uh, he looks pretty solid. But we'll move on from there, get into some other NFL things. You know, actually, I lied. I did. I lied. Because I want to get into some more. Uh, I want to get into some more games, Josh, because, like, we don't technically have it on here. But I want to, first of all, that Thursday night game, what a way to kick off the season. I mean, yeah, me that and game you was so good. So me and you both had the Bucks by like eighty-five, and it ended up being a very close game. Obviously, <laughs> they left Brady too much time. I so could have told time. you that. You know that picture of him on the sideline. He knew it. He knew he, he looked had at him. He's like the disrespect. The disrespect. He was like, "Do you not know who I am?" Yeah. I mean, come on now. I think that was his 49th come-from-behind victory in the NFL. I think the record's 56 by Peyton Manning. See, and here's my other thing that kind of makes it impressive. He's been in the league 22 years. That's a lot of games. That was his 300th start. <laughs> he's only had to cover behind 40, 49 times. <laughs> like, obviously, that means a- the comeback is falling short sometimes. But that's definitely them leading a lot of games the entire way. Yeah. Like, that's impressive. Well, we got to think about, you know, you playing three teams that have sucked for the past 20 years. Two times hey, the Jets year, had that so. two-year run with Marky Sanchez. Yeah, but that's about it. That's about it. And that one you know, year with, with Fitzpatrick. Yeah, but they don't, that, you know, exactly. They don't only play the AFC East. Come on. But that's like that's like what six games, <laughs> yeah. That's almost that's the bulk of the schedule. Don't get me wrong; it's a bulk. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Um, what other game impressed me? Obviously, the Cardinals. I mean, I don't I don't know what to do with them. I don't like if they're Kyler in any Murray. other division. I feel like they win it. Kyler Murray five total touchdowns. He had four passing, one rushing. Um. Uh, Chandler Jones that out defense, here with five sacks. That defense looks so much better with Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt. So much better. They should have paid that man sacks. when he asked for it. Should have paid that. Listen, man. don't get me started on Chandler Jones. I'll cry right now on camera. So, uh, Matt, so, uh, it is overreaction Matt beat me in Monday, two right? Fantasy leagues. Did he? he beat me in two different fantasy leagues. I need uh, Darren Waller to go off tonight and the Ravens defense to play terrible for me to win in my money league with all my boys in it. So I don't think that's going to happen. I'm, you know, what, you know, what, Josh, I'm, I'm rooting for this game the most, I think though, because I'm playing Michael and I traded him Travis Kelsey and he went off. He did, but he drafted. And I mean, obviously I don't wish injuries upon anybody, of course, but Fitzpatrick got hurt. So he uh, he didn't have his second quarterback very handy. I'm up one fifty three point four to one thirty nine point five, and he's got Josh Jacobs left. So Ooh, I'm nice. I'm hoping that I can sneak out a dub here. I'm hoping I can, because you know I had some I had some uh, had some bad performances on the squad. You know, Zeke only had five points. Uh, I guess he only got me in one league. Last I checked, he was beating the 
being that S word out of me in both weeks. So. Yo, let me tell you something. I might never I lose this league that I have in my boys. <laughs> what happened? I thought, I thought Michael was here for a second. I got scared to cuss. I was like, <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> I might never lose in this league. In, in the one with, with my boys in it. Is that the one you're Josh, to? Yes. I might never lose. Yeah, probably not. Because I gave you like, Kyle Pitts, too. Josh Allen, Dalvin, Tyreek Hill got... <laughs> Listen, Dustin, I know trading Kelsey hurt. It does. Don't get me wrong. But I got Zeke in return, and I got uh, Evan Ingram in return. And I'm not as low on Evan Ingram as a lot Those of people are. terrible, terrible return. He said Zeke and Evan Ingram. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bro, first of all, my Zeke second like running 30 back. yards. <laughs> Listen, it's week one. Let's calm down. Listen, if Dak's throwing 58 passes in week one, he's probably throwing 50 a game. We saw it last year. Nah, they just wanted to make sure the uh, shoulder was looking high. And, and Zeke splitting carries. <laughs> listen, go back to Matt's thing of overreaction Monday because that's what we're doing right now. And listen, even with hey, all that I'll being said, I'm it. still winning this week. I'm still yeah. up against Michael, yeah. so I don't want to hear nothing. Listen, I needed a second running back. I think my other running back was – damn, who what? Oh, it was like David Johnson. Yeah, the trade I made with you, I, I did it mainly for a running back as well. And then Gus Edwards tore his ACL. But I got CD Lamb yeah. in that trade too. And he, he RIP. Oh, yeah, I did give you CD. Forgot about that. And a second. Yeah, yeah see, I'll survive. Dustin gets it. Zeke's not doing Listen, that. Zeke isn't going to do a thing. Whatever. You know what? When I'm, when I'm in the playoffs, I don't want to hear nothing. I mean, you're probably going to win. It's still a bad trade. I mean. <laughs> okay, but if I win, who cares? Well, just because your team's already good doesn't mean you just give away assets. Like this, it, is not... this is in the redraft, not in that one I added you to. So in the redraft, so this year you took Zeke and Evan Ingram instead of Travis Kelsey. I bro, my second running back was David Johnson. I think you survive, or you wait till injuries and go to the waiver wire. You don't give up Travis. There Kelsey is no waiver team. wire in this because we play with a bunch of crackheads who <laughs> will pick up the 18th string running back after they heard. <laughs> they do, bro. After they hear that the 18th <laughs> string running back had one pass catch in practice, they're like, "Oh my god, I got my new pickup." I'm like, bro, <laughs> Jesus. You go to the waiver wire after one game and nobody's there. Literally not a soul. No. No. It's impossible. Especially in the dynasty leagues, bro. You nah, you should see. Yeah. All right. You know, let me go. Let me no, no no. Let me go to like the competitive dynasty league. The one that I joined last year that I got absolute oh my gosh, I won. Who did I have? Wow, this is this is the shock of the year. This team is terrible, and Mark's team is actually good. And I'm going to beat him, it looks like. I have a 95% chance to beat him. Um, well, let, let me tell you the waiver, who's available on the waiver wire in this league. Ready? The best player available is Jimmy Graham. <laughs> He's probably getting picked up. He had a catch yesterday. Uh, and, then, and then after that, who, I don't even know who this is. Chester Rogers? 
I've heard of him. Like, it's, go, just go to the waiver wire. It's not even possible. But you said not that's the competitive league, not the redraft. Yeah. Oh, I'm not that low on Evan Ingram like everybody else is. I had Evan Ingram last year in my fantasy league. I'm, not, he, I'm not either, but I'm not. I'm not either, but I'm not giving up Travis Kelsey just so I can pick up a running back and, and Evan, Evan Ingram and Zeke. I'm not mad about it. I'm just listen, listen. We'll see how it goes throughout the year. Right. We'll see how it goes. Um, what else did I want to say? Ross is a wide receiver one. I mean, I guess. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Russ is on the uh, MVP train once again to start the year. We'll see how long it lasts. I'm hoping my man finally gets a vote. We um, have to start the campaign well, now. I think we started a little bit late last year. It has to start now. He has right. to win it this year. All right, Russell Wilson for MVP. That's that is our chant for the year. And uh, what else happened that I was impressed with? I don't know. We'll figure it out at a different time. You you had any other games that we didn't really touch upon that you liked though? Um, the Eagles. We can talk about the Eagles. Oh yeah, man, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. You want Smith out here looking good? Yeah, I mean, Sanders look good too. I mean, hey, Boston Scott, they actually gave it to Miles Sanders, and it worked. The NFC least might not be so, you know, awful. Maybe it's actually watchable this year. Yeah. Because we all thought that the Eagles were going to be bottom feeders. Don't get me wrong. It is the Falcons, though. Yeah. And the Falcons defense is literally. Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley are. I'm just sitting there. Yeah, Calvin Ridley is going to be real good. So he's going to be just A-OK by himself. Uh, but we'll get into some other NFL news round. And I touched upon it a little bit, but the Bills took an L. A pretty, a pretty ugly L, too. That game was not, uh, was not the prettiest to watch, but they lose to the Steelers. I think we both picked the Bills to win in that game. Um and the question that you have upon my screen is, are they still going to win the AFC East? Now, I'm still the favorite. Or did I put Favorite. Win? Okay, favorite. My bad. I Listen, as much as I would love to say that they're not going to win the AFC East, they're still a lock. Like, I'm still saying lock and key give the Bills the division. I think the, I think the Patriots and the Dolphins will make it competitive. But I mean, I don't. I also don't want people to overreact to this game. Like, I know we picked the Bills to win. I think they, they were like a eight point favorite or something like that, maybe a six point favorite. But that Steelers defense is disgusting. Like they are a very, very good defense. And as much as I love Josh Allen, I, I mean, a little blame goes on him. But they have. No, zero, zilch, nada, any other word you want, run game. They don't even know what running the football looks like. Never even heard of it. It's like it's like if you were sitting here talking Mandarin to me. Couldn't couldn't understand a single thing you said. They Steelers defense was unbelievable. Have them in fantasy, so I appreciated that special teams touchdown. Um but listen, if Everybody and their mother 
and their grandmother and your cousins know that you're throwing the football every play, it's kind of a little bit easier in, in life to play defense that way because the Bills are never going to run the ball. If they run – Josh, you know what? I'll say this right now. Bills aren't rushing. Actually, let me rephrase this because Josh Allen runs the ball a lot. If you take Josh Allen's running stats out of any game this season, any game, the Bills will not rush for over 120 yards. Ever. And it's their fault, too. It's literally their fault. They're, They're depending on Devin Singletary. When Zach Moss was a good draft pick, I like that, but he's out. And they, didn't even try, and they didn't even try to go get Latavius Murray when he was cut. I think Latavius Murray in that backfield would do a lot of work. But now you're just Devon, asking. Hell, I would Murray. give Devontae Freeman, Todd Gurley a call. Yeah, like anybody. Exactly. Jesus. I mean, it's 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 sad to see that Josh Allen is their biggest running threat, and he's not supposed to be. He's not a Lamar Jackson. He's not a Kyler Murray. Even though he can be, we've seen him do it, but he shouldn't have to do all that especially when they're usually not designed runs, when it's him scrambling and he's getting yards. But uh, I think they're still the favorites. I think it it might be a little bit closer now, uh, especially with the Dolphins getting the win. I, I think they showed a lot of promise. Uh, I think the Patriots – Bills-Dolphins next week. Yeah, see, I think that could be a very good game. Uh, my favorite thing about this this game and, and the Bills losing and Josh Allen not putting up those crazy numbers is I hope his player props drop. Because that'll be very easy money. Because I think he has a bounce back week. And do, player props in week one are always so disrespectful. What do you think Keenan Allen's right. catches were? Probably like five. Yeah, five and a half. It was the easiest money. I've yeah, I'm ever good. Made in my life, it, it was the easiest money I've ever made. What? Didn't he have like thirteen targets? Yeah, yeah, he catches. I was like, that's that's like guaranteed. You know, it's gonna happen. Keenan Allen is so disrespectful. Josh, I think we start the Keenan Allen appreciation and Russell Wilson for MVP train this year. We have, you know, I think, I, all right, let me word this very properly because there's some sick people out there. We're going to, as the year goes on, build what, what we're going off of. You know what I mean? Like Russell Wilson for MVP is, is the locomotive. That is mm-hmm. the head. Then you know, we got we got Keenan Allen appreciation. That's the next car in the train, and then we'll go on from there throughout the year. How do we feel about this? I like it. I like it because there's some people out there getting disrespected. Yeah, and they deserve their respect, and we're gonna get it. Exactly. So you know what? When everybody starts getting respect, you can come back to Generation of Sports and say, you know what? These are the guys that started it. Um, they did it. All right, they did we'll it. move on. What'd you say? So they're going to be like, these guys, they get it. They get it. Exactly. You know, exactly. You're not wrong. And then we had some interesting quarterback stories. Now, this is a game we all, we didn't talk about uh, that we probably should have because it got very weird. But the Packers got washed. Like, awful. Awful. Aaron Rodgers comes out here and throws two interceptions. Aaron Rodgers throwing two interceptions. And, and let me tell you something. that I think it was the second interception. Awful. Like like rookie-level decision. Like I have no idea what he was thinking. Um, Jordan Love comes in and plays. Now, this was under the topic of 
QB controversies. Let's be real here. This is not a quarterback controversy. Aaron Rodgers is starting the entire season. The only way that anybody else is starting is if he catches the Roro or uh, the man decides to retire midseason because he don't feel like playing no more or breaks another collarbone, which he likes to do. Um, but very bad game. And let me tell you, let me give props to Jameis on the other side. This man was out here balling, looking good. I think he had five touchdowns. Um, you know, throwing the ball deep downfield is funny. If you watch the uh, the halftime show of of uh, that game, you know, Drew Brees is on the NBC squad now. So he was like, yeah, they can finally pass the ball downfield now since they have a quarterback that can do that. He kind of beat them to the joke. Uh, obviously, everybody was going to say that. Um, and then – no, he has a different dimension. I will say that. I'm, never, I'm still not a Jameis fan or a believer, honestly. Um, but he has a different dimension. He obviously can he can run a little bit. And Drew Brees was never going to do that. He rushed for like three first downs I saw during the highlights. Uh, made some beautiful deep passes. I think, I think that was the most deep ball they've thrown since 2017. And like, that's insane. And without so, the two best receivers out there, too, basically. Exactly. But as for the QB controversy, Aaron Rodgers is going to be just fine. I agree. I just thought it was funny how after Jordan Love came in, everyone was like, oh, Rodgers is done already. If one <laughs> game into the last dance. I'm like, no. Nah. So I just thought it was funny to put it out here. I said, if it could possibly be a controversy, Rodgers is going to start the rest of the year. That's the reason they brought him back and worked on that contract. So they're going to bring him back. If they don't, just cut him. Like, if you're not going to play him, no, cut him, to go with love, just cut him. Let him go to Washington and get them a, a divisional divisional championship. But uh, for the other two, I'll just go ahead and, and do it so we can get to our picks. But uh, Andy Dalton or Justin Fields, I, I think this is a very tough spot for a guy like Matt Nagy. But I think you're in, you roll with Andy Dalton the rest of the year. I think you just do it because outside of their divisional games, outside of their divisional games, this is the rest of their schedule. Cincinnati, Cleveland, Raiders, Bucks, Niners, Steelers, Ravens, Cardinals, Seahawks, Jesus Giants. Christ. I might pick them maybe in two of those games. Maybe Giants, Raiders. Outside of that, no. And I'm probably picking the Packers over them. I'm probably picking the Vikings over them. So there's really only four games I would pick them to win this year. Don't do that to Justin Fields. Don't give him a rookie season like that. Let him watch. Let Andy Dalton take it. And then get him in there next year when you don't have the toughest schedule of the week. Yeah, that's that's not fun. I <laughs> no. I, I really did not know that that was their, their schedule this year. Yeah, it's insane. There's literally not a – see, I thought that Fields was going to come in, you know – later in the year, but you might just have to save his life. Because let me, let me tell you, let me, people, this is what you have to understand. Do you know who their starting left tackle was? Jason Peters. It was Jason Peters. See what Aaron Donald did has with one hand? Oh, absolutely. Just, just threw him. Just threw him. Bro, Jason Peters hasn't been good for like four years. The, the man was out training. fishing on a boat when he got the call to come back. Let, let him go home. Just someone let, let Jason Peters retire in peace. And, and what happens? Do this. And what happens? He gets hurt. 
like he always does the last few years. And then what happens next? Their backup left tackle gets hurt. They were on their third string left tackle. You're going to get Justin Fields killed. Yeah, just don't do it. And don't get me wrong, he's mobile and all that. What are you going to do? Listen, if you want to sign a track player, sign somebody from the U.S. Olympic track team to be your quarterback then. Because that's what's going to happen if you put him in. And then he's At least Andy Dalton, you don't really care about him. He ain't your franchise quarterback. He gets hurt. Or, listen, I'm not wishing injury upon anybody. But, you know, he gets banged up. It's, ah, uh, you know, poor Andy. Fields gets hurt. You're down on your knees praying to every lord above that he's okay. Listen, and they're paying you Nick can't Foles put a fi- shit ton of money. So put him in if Andy Dalton goes down. Put Nick Foles Yeah, in. Like, I wouldn't Fields put out. Fields near Because he's going to develop bad defenses. habits the same way Mitch did. Like, he's going to develop bad habits, and then he's going to have to get over those instead of just not developing them. You learn from Mitch. You played him way too early, and he sucked. Learn from your mistakes, Matt Nagy. Just take the L's this year. Because even if Fields were to have the best rookie season in NFL history, you're probably only winning four to five games. Like, it's not going to work. Just let him sit. Nah, I, I honestly that that schedule you just read off to me is is honestly startling. Like I, I, I knew that they had a tough uh, schedule this year, but that's ridiculous. I don't know how. I don't know. Arizona and Seattle, the Bucks. Like it's that's insane. Like you, there's not a lot of wins there at all. No, not at all. The next one. Um, yeah, yeah we got G, Jimmy Trey G Lance. or Trey Lance. Listen. I think it's pretty simple. Go to Trey Lance. It's time. It's Do time. you? That run game is not the same. The run game is not the same. They're going to need to get into games where they have to throw the ball a lot. And we all know Jimmy is not the guy for that. But Trey Lance could possibly be it. So give him a shot out there. Give him one game, maybe one half. But I do think it's time to already start transitioning because Jimmy – he gets the job done when that defense is dominating and the run game is killing it. He's very good in those situations. But it's not the same team from the Super Bowl. It's not. That offense isn't the same. They need to give Trey Lance a shot. All right, here's my thing. And I don't often agree with Colin Cowherd, but I did in this way. This, like, I feel like in the Bears division, you know you're not going to win. So even if they did want to play fields, which they shouldn't do, um, you know you're not going to be a playoff team, so it's like, yeah, whatever, we'll throw them out there. The 49ers have a chance to be very, very good. So you can't – I don't know. Like, I feel like you can't um, – Did you see how gosh, close I, the Lions got to sending that to I, overtime? They I understand. And Mostert's out now. Sermon's not playing. That's where I'm – you can't experiment, bro, but you can't experiment in this in this division. You can't. I th- it I, had- but that's the thing. If if Jimmy Jimmy made some awful decisions in that game, then he fumbled that that stupid – like he just fumbled it. He just dropped the ball. I think Jimmy is is good when the rest of the team is playing at an A-plus level. I think he's your quarterback then. I don't think they're at that A-plus level anymore. I don't think they're that team anymore. So I think they need a quarterback. I don't think you can to, play Trey to, Lance until they start losing. I don't think it's an experiment, though. I think he, I think he's gonna. Even if it is an experiment, when you do go up big against a team, like when you were up big against the Lions this game, you know you had them thirty-eight to ten. 
you maybe should have given Trey Lance a shot to see, hey, if we get in a spot where we need to we need to throw the ball and make tough throws, and we know Jimmy's not that guy, maybe we should see if Trey Lance can make those throws. But I, I get it could be an experiment, but, I mean, you're still going to have to play those other teams twice a year, and they look really good. They all look really good. That's definitely Listen, I understand where you're coming from. I do. I do. They need I just feel like – I feel like you can't bench Jimmy until they lose. They, I, this was a like, loss this week. They lost that game. <laughs> they deserved no, to lose You that know game. what? You they know what? In their hearts, they probably did. But the on way the, the Pats had a good loss. The way the Pats had a good loss. That's a bad win. Like the Bucks. That's this, a bad win. This is a shitty win. Yeah, this is a bad win. You know what? I I, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad, but whatever. Um, All right. Now, we already determined that the Russell Wilson MVP train is what we're all aboard this year, followed by the uh, Keenan Allen appreciation car. But Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, the MVP race is on. It's on. We got a – And I'm excited. I'm excited for it. You, you, you throwing James in there for up. early MVP? Nah, because we're shutting that up next week when we, when we get this up. We're shutting that up real quick. J.C. Horn's going to get his first career pick on him. Shaq Thompson's probably going to get one. Yo, be a man. Be a man. Be, no, no, Josh, be a man. Say J.C. Horn's getting his first pick six. Nah, I don't man, want just an interception. I thought Shaq Thompson – our defense sucks at blocking. That's my excuse. I'm not going to bet on <laughs> Our defense is not good lead blockers because Shaq Thompson should have had a pick six and, and we let some people tackle him. So I, I'm not going to say that. But, uh, yeah, I, I think this MVP race is going to be between Kyler Murray and, and Russell Wilson, and I'm excited for it because I think they're going to put up crazy numbers all season. Kyler Murray, that throw he had to Christian Ooh. Kirk, that, that moon ball, that was just beautiful. No, no, no. I don't, give, I don't it. care what anybody says. Most beautiful pass of the week. Russell Wilson dropped it right in the bread basket of Tyler Lockett. Right yeah, over that, the that shoulder. Oh, nobody throws a better deep ball in the NFL than Wilson. Nobody. See, I lost my mind after that touchdown. because Was that the one before half? Like right before half? I think so. Or was that early? Yeah. That game, I don't know. I can't remember, that was. It was beautiful. That's all I know. Yeah, Russ had all right, Josh. touchdowns and incompletions in the first half. Uh, yeah, typical. All right, give me your biggest winners of week one. All right, James Winston, obviously the the biggest winner of uh, redemption game. Also biggest winner, Taysom Hill, because he gets to make $12 million this year for playing about 11 downs a game. So he is Not a big winner. Right. Eagles Straight fans. Up. Huge winners because they've been in a weird spot recently, but now you have your quarterback. You made the right pick at receiver. And Evan McPherson, who is the Bengals kicker. Now he has a lot of leeway to make a couple of shanks. So he he is a big winner this week. Those are my four big winners. Let me get the Chargers as a winner because what did they do, Josh? They won a close game. Yeah, they finally did it. That's that's a that is an illegal yeah. thing to do in the state of California for the Chargers. Um, you know what? I'll also give a, a big fat W to another bangle, but I'll make it Joe Burrow. You know, has a solid comeback game. I'm going to give another fat W 
to your boy CMC. I think like the first five plays of the game went directly to him, as we expected. Don't get me wrong. But listen, the man is an absolute winner, and you had four, so I feel like I have to have another one. You know what? Give me Brandon Cooks as a winner. The man is constantly undervalued, not only in the NFL, but in fantasy. And is always putting up numbers. I think he had like 160 yards. The man is an animal. But now, if there's winners, there has to be losers. And Josh, who are yours? Yeah, my first loser, uh, Deshaun Watson, because not only is he not not active and not playing, but he's no longer the future of the Houston Texans. You know what, Josh, by the way, Josh, Josh, hold on, hold on. Bad job by us not giving Tyrod Taylor a W, either one of us. That's a bad job by us. Because it already – he. Yeah, because he almost got murdered last year. You're right. He should have been on here. I mean, comeback player of the year and MVP last. Because, I mean, he got stabbed in the lung, and now he's here putting up numbers. Like Casually that. stabbed. Yeah. Casually. Yep. Biggest loser, uh, I think one of them is Deshaun Watson, because not only is he gone, but they don't need him because they got a guy. He's, he's the second best quarterback in the building. Sorry, Deshaun. Uh, second biggest <laughs> loser, Zach Wilson. Uh, losing Makai Becton. He's going to have a long season. It's uh, I feel bad for him. I hope he picks it up. Matt Nagy, biggest loser because regardless of which way he goes with this quarterback situation, if he plays Fields and he sucks, he played him too early. If he keeps Fields on the bench and plays Andy Dalton, he's not giving the kid a chance. He's in a lose-lose situation. He's the biggest loser this week. Well, actually, the biggest losers are Jamar Chase haters because they were on cloud nine all preseason, and now they are just – they hate their lives. So I feel bad for those guys that hate Jamar Chase because he is very good. Those are my four losers. I'll give a loss to the people that thought Matthew Stafford wasn't really that big of a deal. Uh, the man's an animal. I'm sorry. Yeah. He, he played on the Lions. They, they aren't good at literally anything. And the Monday Night Football game is kicked off, and Marcus Mariota is currently in the game, and I'm very confuzzled here. Oh, because they're running a read option. Oh, my God. This man is out. Oh, my gosh. 40 to 35. Oh, got down to the 35-yard line. A little slow to get up there. Um, I will give another loss to – oh, man. See, that that play got me all mixed up. Now I can't remember who I wanted to give some losses to. You know, actually, I'm going to give a loss to the Giants. You know, I I don't have very high expectations of the Broncos and – the game, like I feel like it ended a little bit. Actually, I don't even know the ending score of that game, but I thought it's it was like twenty-seven to something. I know the Broncos put up twenty-seven. That's what I mean. Yeah, I do know that it was twenty-seven. I just don't know what the Giants did. Let's take a gander here. Yeah, they didn't, Hold on, it had to have only been 27-13. Really, against the Broncos, 13. bro? You, you, you lost me there, Coach. Um, yeah. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna take it out personally on the Jared Goff hate wagon. Man, listen, they didn't win, but they look, he looked good. He looked yeah. very, very good. And finally, I'm going to give the entire Falcon organization an L. Like, you went to the Super Bowl, and it has been a cliff ever since then. Like, they're awful. They're so bad. So bad. So bad. But we Feel move bad on for from Pitts there. and Ridley. Facts. Facts. Josh. We've bro- oh no, we're gonna bring back the recap. I listen. I already know I did bad this week. I definitely had a terrible week. How did the week one picks go? 
You're, you are correct in that assumption, Connie. You had a rough one. You went yeah. seven and eight. Seven Oof. and eight. Not, not a good That's not what you like the, to see. For the champ. No. And you know, do you know how many games we, we disagreed on? No, I don't. Three of them. Do you, do you want to know my record in those games where I took? I wonder if they're three and zero. Three and zero, undefeated, ten and five. Great way to start the season. Uh, that Houston pick, I regretted it the second I made it. And Tyrod Taylor was like, "You're welcome, you, bro. You're welcome." He said, "I got you." No, thank you, Tyrod Taylor, not Connie. No, no, I no. Made no. I made myself. you make that. I made the pick all by myself. That's yeah, cat. You never let me go first because you never let all me right. go first. Oh, you you're going first now. Spot. You're going first no, we now. Alternate. We alternate. No, no, we're not. You got the whole thing. Whole damn thing. But before we get into that, we have to do – we're bringing it back, guys, this this, this year. It's, the, it's time for the quarterback prayer circle. All gather around, hold hands, sign of the cross, everything. And this year we have made a determination, Josh. Would you like to say it? Yeah, this season, uh, the quarterback we all need to keep in our minds all season – Keep him healthy. Keep him safe. Zach Wilson, he he deserves. He needs to be in your Amen. thoughts and in your prayers. Amen. That offensive line is awful. I, I, I was works. watching that game. I was watching that game. They, I've never. The man was running on every single play. It was it was incredible. Never seen anything like it. So Zach Wilson is the official member of the generational sports prayer circle this year. Now we will get into our week two picks. Josh, I'm not I'm not saying a single thing. That's all you. New York Giants versus Washington football team. I'll take the Washington football team. I'm right there with you. Chase Young, two and a half sacks. Oh yeah, I'll take the over. Uh, Bengals versus Chicago Bears. Uh give me the Bengals. I think they I think they had Keep this momentum and get another win. I'm going to go with the Bengals too because the Bears' corners are terrible. Jamar Chase over 100 yards confirmed. And the Bears, for some reason, saw David Montgomery go for like 80 and then didn't give him the ball for And then they're like, you know what? Running the ball, overrated. And then they're like, let's give it to Damian Williams instead. He, he seems like More he fun. has the Houston Texans versus Cleveland Browns. You know, they did me good last week, but I am not hopping back on that train. No. Cleveland. Yeah. Brownies by 15. L.A. Rams versus Indianapolis Colts. You know, I originally had Carson Wentz. In our new prayer circle, but that offensive line is not completely healthy yet, so I need to see Eric Fisher and Quentin Nelson back to really see how it looks. Well, Quentin Nelson played. Yeah, but I need to see him with uh, his left tackle out there because it's hard for. Sure, all right, you're right, you're right. Backups, but I'm gonna even if they were completely healthy, I'm taking the Rams. Uh, Aaron Donald's gonna be in his mouth. Pause. Pause. Um, I gotta take the Rams as well. Matthew Stafford. Listen, I, the Colts' defense did nothing for me. Like, they're, they're supposed to be one of the better defenses in the league. Yeah, you, you fooled me last night. <laughs> Buffalo Bills versus Miami Dolphins. I am going. I'll go with the Dolphins. 
Give me the rock. Oh, thanks for the thank. The comeback train starts now, then, because this is where the uh, Josh Allen oh, MVP. A lot the of Josh lot of talk for a MVP. guy three games behind. A lot of talk for a guy. Three Listen, games until the season ends, the crown is still here in New York, baby. Three where games behind. Hey, how's second place taste? How's last place taste, Connie? I don't know. How's you would know place? best. How does it feel? No, you I don't. Know I best. don't know. Oh, you I'm do. In first place. How could I know? That's know? fine because you won't be for much longer making picks like that. Ten, ten Bills five. all ten the way. Bills said the all same the way. thing last week. You said Bills the same thing all last the week. way. Listen, you didn't even actually pick the Texans. I made you. The the leader is is talking. New England Patriots <laughs> versus New York Jets. Uh, I think Mac Jones gets his first career win. Oh, Mac you know, Jones got his first career week, win. You know, picked against him. You know, what happened? Last week. I think he gets his first career win this week because I'm picking them. Because, you know, when I picked against them last week, I, I was right. Yeah, so. I'm sure that you had a lot to do with that. Um, yeah, Mac Jones is getting his win. Let's hope Zach Wilson is not like his former teammate and sees ghosts. San Francisco 49ers versus Philadelphia Eagles. I think this could be a very exciting game, especially if Philly keeps it going. But I will go with the 49ers. Yeah, listen, Eagles fans, I know it was very fun watching your team win, but uh, it ain't continuing this week. Not against the Niners. Mr. Nick Bosa, big game. The Las Vegas Raiders, who are playing right now, versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Give me the Steelers. like what I saw week one. Kind of. I, I liked a little bit of what I saw. Um... I go with the Steelers as well. I mean, they're kind of gross still. I wasn't very thrilled with their run game. Najee Harris didn't really do too much. But the Raiders are just not ready to win, as the play that just happened on Monday Night Football will determine. Uh, so, yeah, give me the Steelers. The New Orleans Saints versus my Carolina Panthers. Listen, James is going to have nightmares about Brian Burns and Derek Brown. I cannot wait for this game. Give me the Panthers, baby. Man. Give me the Saints. Give me the Saints. <laughs> Your mistake this week. So we both made them. Your mistake. I don't know. The, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Denver Broncos, Jacksonville Jaguars. I feel like. Because in a situation like this, I just take whatever team you don't take because this game is a literal toss-up. <laughs> but I'm going Broncos. I think uh, Teddy's going to get the job done. See, I disagree with you that this game is a toss-up because I have the Broncos all the way. <laughs> like, I don't have the Jags at all. Uh, hey, man, listen, Trevor Lawrence played solid. I just don't think they – I think Yeah, but their defense, you know what that is? Dog water. Dog water. All right. Minnesota versus Arizona. Definitely taking Arizona. Kyler Murray continues. Probably drops a 40-piece off. Yeah, Kyler Murray's having at least four touchdowns in this game. The Atlanta Falcons versus the defending champs. Uh, yeah, really sorry, bad. Matt Ryan. That's not even a slight. Don't even. Yeah, come on. Long day. Dallas Cowboys versus Los Angeles Chargers. Give me the Chargers. <laughs> They're riding high right now. Do it. 
I hate the Cowboys. I fucking see, see, hate the so Cowboys. When you pick second. No, no, no. Because I, like, you were probably I have, going, if you were doing it first, you go in Chargers immediately. And you know, I, and you no, I really wouldn't. I promise you, I really wouldn't. Yes, you would. I promise yes, you, you I wouldn't. Yes, I, you would. God, I hate the Cowboys and everything that they stand for. And I really don't want any Cowboy fan to ever be happy. I mean, they played good against the – you know, I'll take the Cowboys. Why not? Okay. Got played good against the Bucks. Titans versus Seahawks. Yeah, give me the Seahawks. I think that the Titans have a little yeah, bit of, come on. of ground come to make up, but I don't think it happens this week. Nah, Russell Wilson train is full steam ahead for the MVP award. Kansas City versus Baltimore on Sunday night. If we had already seen Baltimore and what their running game looks like, and if it was positive, I might take them, but I'm going with the Chiefs. I learned last year to not bet the Ravens against the Chiefs, and uh, I'm not doing it this year either. So uh, I'm going with the Chiefs. And those are our week two picks. We disagreed on one, three games three once again. again, so you can – you can tie it up. You can tie it up. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the but plan. But you can't my Panthers, so. Because they're going 16-0, and 17-0, and 0, baby. I'm picking them all again. I'm doing all it again. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah. No. I'm You're going to be real tight when that. You're going to be real tight when I win the pick <laughs> segment by 16 games. Or 17. <laughs> that would be That would be pain. <laughs> and then, listen, Josh, we got to make our Monday Night Football pick. The show is usually over yet? by the time it starts, but has anyone scored yet? Because I feel like no, it is zero zero. Okay, give me give me the Ravens. Give me the Ravens. Yeah, I got to take the Ravens too, especially after I, I don't even have the, the game on, so I have no idea what's happened so far. I, I mean, the Raiders had a nice drive, and then there was a penalty, and then a fumbled snap, and. After seeing that, I, I can't. But I do hope Darren Waller scores like 75 touchdowns today. Um, and then to get some, we'll make get our – Yeah, I need him to help me win my fantasy league. Um, But, yeah, that's it. We will be back next Monday, obviously. And we're going to make our Monday Night Football pick next week. You know, maybe we'll probably be a little early. We ha- I had a little – had some technical difficulties. Uh, oh, Lamar trying to go deep. Oh, but he pulls the ball down and runs. Who would have ever thought? Lamar, Lamar running? Jackson, oh, my Jackson. God. He just got pushed out of bounds, and that looked like it hurt. That really did. Where's the flag? Um, Throw the flag. Protect our quarterback. No flags. Listen, he's not He's not Cam. He's not going to cry about it. He got back up and you know just ran back to the huddle. Yeah, because so Cam Newton was the guy that cried about contact. That oh, he cried so every time. Wah. <laughs> in fact, in fact, he used that towel that all the quarterbacks <laughs> have as a tissue. Never even wiped his hands on it, just his nose. No. Unbelievable. Did you know that? Yeah, I don't know if you knew that. Um, but yeah, make sure, you know, Josh. I don't know. I don't I'm all I'm all discombobulated that the game already started. Take it away. Where can the people find you? Cam Newton's all in your head. The second you bring him up, it's just shuts down. Yeah, because I just can't Follow believe that people Twitter. actually think he was good. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Angelin underscore four. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Generational Sports, and tune in next Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Yes, sir. Anthony Conover underscore or on Twitter. Uh, Gen Z Sports, obviously, for this show. 
Tomorrow is the hard count. Me and CJ are back and better than ever. Obviously, we'll break down even more games than me and Josh did. Thursday is Backstop Banter with me and Michael. I uh, didn't have a show last week, but I did interview the producer of uh, Once Upon a Time in Queens, which is an upcoming 30 for 30. That'll be on ESPN tomorrow, actually, um, about the 86 Mets. And they're just an absolute crazy team. They literally did cocaine before, like, every game. And that's not, like, a hyperbole. Like, I'm being dead ass. So that they're a very interesting story. Uh, I got to interview him, so it was a very fun time. So make sure you go check that out. Uh, but other than that, I appreciate everybody watching. Josh, I'll see you next week. And uh, we're out of here, folks. If Josh does God. the thing. Josh, see? Look at this.